song. If you would, please, there's several scriptures I want to read this morning, but just turn with me first of all to just a verse, 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Now, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, bleed on in the world, received up in the glory. Now turn with me to Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9, I'm going to read just a verse there. Isaiah 9 verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Now turn with me please to Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. And I'd like to read, begin just one verse there to start off with, verse 16. And Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. Notice, if you would please, the terminology changes here in verse 16. All the rest of them above that says, begat, begat, begat. But in verse 16, talking about Mary and the baby Jesus, it doesn't say begat. It says, of whom was born Jesus. Man had nothing to do with it. It had to do with God. Amen? Now, please, I want to read on down, beginning verse 18. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted as God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as angel the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not, till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Father, we ask you to bless the study of thy word today. And how precious it is that you give us the record in your precious word of the birth of our Savior where we can fully understand what he means to us. In Jesus' name we ask you to bless us. Amen. Isaiah 9, verse 6 is a prophetic verse. 
it points to or forward to the coming of Christ and his incarnation or being born in a human body by the Virgin Mary. Now, I love the Bible because it tells us when, how, where Jesus would be born. In the book of Micah 5, verse 2, tells us where Jesus would be born. In the book of Isaiah uh, 7, and verse 14, tells us how Jesus would be born, virgin born. In the book of Galatians, chapter 4, verse 4, tells us when Jesus would come. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law. For when the God the Father had all things ready, then Jesus would be born. The book of Hosea, chapter 11, verse 1, tells us how Jesus would flee into Egypt. The book of Isaiah 7, verse 14, tells us what Jesus' name would be called. His name would be called Emmanuel, that is, God with us. Now, the mysteries of all mysteries is deity being confined within the body of a little baby. What a miracle. Amen. Can you imagine that scene for just a minute? I have in a major scene. It's a small major scene that somebody gave me years ago uh, that I dearly love. But I, every time I think about that scene and look at it, uh, I know it's just dolls, but it makes me think that one day in years past, this really happened. This baby was born, and it was virgin born, and there it lay in that manger, and I wish I could do it justice, the scene, for just a minute to get you to realize that that baby that lay there in that manger was God in flesh. Think about that for just a second. The God who made the heavens and the earth and all things that they've ever made, that was Him. Now in the Bible, fact, Romans 3.23, for all are sinners, every human being are sinners, that means that we need a Savior for our, from our sins. Now the miracle of all is God came down in the body of a human as a baby to be born alive and to be our sacrifice for our sins. Now that's a miracle. But the manger scene is not the beginning of Jesus Christ. I, 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 I get aggravated or get... Uh, beside myself sometimes thinking that Jesus was born and that was the beginning of him. Not on your life, brother. The Bible says that Jesus was in the beginning. Jesus made all things. He just came to us in that manger scene. And all of this was done to save men's souls. Save our souls from Satan, death, the grave, and hell. Jesus is our Savior. You know, I don't worry about dying one bit because I have Jesus as my Savior. He not only keeps me from the devil, the devil can't have me even today. Unless God allows him to attack me once in a while, death can't have me. I'm not going to die. The grave can't have me. Uh, listen, I'm going to raise from that thing. Amen. Uh, hell can't have me. Jesus came in this world to save me from Satan, uh, death, the grave, and hell. Jesus is our Savior.
He is the mighty God. In John 1 verse 3 tells us, All things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. That little baby lying there in that manger is the mighty God. That means Jesus healed diseased. Jesus rebuked demons. Jesus spoke and the dead was raised to life. Jesus, the mighty God in flesh, was infinite power. There's nothing that Jesus can't do. Now listen, Luke chapter 2 verse 11 says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. What a wonder. Can you imagine this scene for just a minute? There's Joseph. There's Mary. There's the baby. There's a host of angels singing and praising God. A special star shining above this scene. I can imagine the whole city saw all this going on. They had to come out and see what's going on. You know, we, we picture it sometimes as just that manger scene. There's Mary and the baby and the angels singing. Well, I'm going to tell you something. If I knew all this was going down uh, in town, down Tampa somewhere, in the stadium somewhere, I guarantee you I want to go down there and see what's going on. Amen? And when I thought about this last night, I was studying it, I thought, man, all this going on in this whole city, I bet, turned out to uh, see what was going on. A little baby being born and everybody making a big deal out of it. Now listen to me. Did you ever think, what if God had never been born? What if Jesus had never been born? Now, if Christ had not been born, then the Bible could not be trusted in God's Word. Let me tell you something. I trust this Word right here. With all my heart, with all my soul, I don't trust no man when it comes to telling me how to go to heaven. I trust this book. It's the Word of God. Now, wait a minute. If Jesus had never been born, I can't trust this book. You know why? Because all the Old Testament is written about that Savior to come. And if He did not come, then it could not be the Word of God. But praise God, He did come. Amen? And I can trust the Bible. Over and over again, God's Word in the Old Testament promised Jesus would come and how He would be born into this world. So I can trust God's Word because He did come. If Jesus had not been born, we would never have known what God is like. Jesus said, think about this for just a minute, He that has seen me has seen the Father. How many people you ever talk to and say, Boy, I'd like to see God. Well, I got news for you. All I got to do is look at Jesus. He is God. Anybody with good sense surely is afraid of the living God. Man, can you imagine standing before a live God for just a minute? I know I was before I got saved until I met Jesus. John 3.16 says, He loved me. Oh man, every time I think about that, can you imagine? I see that God loves me then because Jesus loved me. I had not known God's love until Jesus told me so. If Jesus had not been born, no one, uh, including you and I, would have no sin bearer, no one to pay our sin debt for us, no way to go to heaven. John 14 and verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. 
if Jesus had never been born, I'd have no way of going to heaven then. Because he is the way to go to heaven. If Jesus had never been born, all of us would have no hope, no future. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. That's what the world is going through right now. They don't understand who Jesus is. All they see him is a little baby in a manger. No, he's not. He's God in the body, God in flesh. Because Jesus did come, we who believe in him as our Savior will never die. The grave can't have us. Heaven is ours. We will live on forever in perfect peace and harmony with Almighty God. I found a little something I want to read to you. There is a song in the air. There's a song in the air. There's a star in the sky. There's a mother's deep prayer and a baby's low cry. And the star rains its fire which is a beautiful scene. For the manger of Bethlehem's cradled a king. There's a torment of joy over the wonderful birth. For the virgin's sweet baby is the Lord of the earth. Ah, the stars rains its fire and beauty sings. For the manger of Bethlehem cradles the king. We rejoice in the light and we echo the song that comes down through the night from the heaven's throne. Ah, we shout to the lowly evangel they, sing, they bring. And we greet in his cradle our Savior and King. What a Savior. Jesus is his name. I thank God I'm born. Uh, you ever just thank God you're alive? Every morning I get up, I thank God I'm alive. But this time of year is very special to me. I think about the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I know he was in the beginning, but in that manger scene, he came down for us. This past week, I had the pleasure of leading the men to the Lord. Barry was telling me about two people he got to lead to the Lord this week. Can you imagine this? None of us would have had a chance to go to heaven if that baby had not come. And that's not a normal baby. And I like what the Bible said while I was reading there in the book of uh, Matthew in that verse where it says it, he gave, God gave his son. He came in this world. Man, I'm so glad he wasn't born and have sin in his flesh. He is sinless, perfect for my sacrifice. And now I got a Savior to die for me. Think about that scene for just a minute. For the next few days, as you go around the Christmas tree, and I've had people come to me, preacher. Do you think Christians ought to have a Christmas tree? Well, you're screwed. If you don't want to have one, don't have one. But I like presents. Amen? I don't worship that tree. And I, I get around my family, and we have the best time in the world. My wife, she fixed a cabanza bean soup for our whole bunch. I mean, a bunch of them be down there, and they all fix it. Last year before last, I think it was, or last year, she thought she would change everything, you know, just a little bit. I moved the Christmas tree over just a few feet. First thing the kids come in, oh, why'd you move the tree? And then we, instead of fixing Cabanda bean soup, she fixed shrimp creole. That's a lot more expensive and a lot better tasting me. Why, what happened to the Cabanda bean soup? They want everything just like it was every year. And we come. 
and we get around your family together and give out presents to one another, enjoy presents. But you know what, folks, the greatest present of all was when God gave His only Son for us. I tried to sit there last night as I was studying this scene in my mind, just trying to study this scene and seeing that baby. Can you imagine that star that shined in there? I just believe it lit the whole place around there. And the glory of God shone around that little baby. What a scene. But you follow his life. And he lived an absolute perfect life for 33 years on this earth. And the reason that's so important is because he had no sin. He never thought a dirty thought, never done a dirty deed, because he was God in the flesh. And without that, we would have no sin sacrifice. Because a sin sacrifice has to be perfect. And Jesus was that perfect lamb come to die for you and I. And you know what makes that so important? Because now I can preach and I can say to people of all races, all colors and creeds, if you'll come to the Lord Jesus Christ, He'll save your soul too. Amen. You know why? Because He loves you. He loves you so much that He left heaven's palaces and came down to a crooked and perverse and sinful world just for you. Think about that. If you'd have been the only person on the face of this earth, Jesus would have come for you because He loves you that much. I thank God for a Savior. Amen. Stand with me, would you please? Heavenly Father, we're so glad we're saved today by Your mighty grace. We do not understand all that's involved in our salvation. But we do know by record's sake from Thy Word how You sent Jesus into this world and how you, where He was going to be born, when He was going to be born, everything about Him. And then that precious day came to pass and He did come. And Lord, He not only came, but He died on the cross for our sins. He raised again. He's alive forevermore right now. And we look for Him to come back for us soon. And we ask You, dear Lord, if there's anybody that needs You as Savior from their sins, we pray that we pray the old sinner's prayer today. Lord Jesus, come into my life, save my soul. I'll trust You as best I know how to be my Savior. Not just for coming for anything in the world, but my Savior. Bless us today now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's sing something, please. Page 375. Just as I am. Amen. Just as I am without one thing. But that I 